on this episode of the 2x e-commerce podcast show, I'm going to be talking about Instagram and fashion online retail. Do stay tuned. Well, welcome to 2x e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kene, answers them. Also here from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. Got inbound marketing strategies, how you beat Amazon? search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. Welcome, 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 welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell. This is the podcast for what? Strategic growth in online retail. And it is where you guys ask me questions or I cover a marketing topic, a growth topic, get towards selling more in your online retail stores. Um, You know, it's all about sales, 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 sales. But before sales comes what? Marketing. Before sales comes strategy. Before sales comes thinking. Um, yes, this is a 2X e-commerce podcast show. Welcome again. And on today's show, I'm going to be talking about Instagram and online retail in fashion. And it is pretty much centered on a Bloomberg.com article titled Instagram killed the retail store. Just Google that. Instagram killed the retail store. The members of Gen Z are rewriting the rules of selling fashion. And I think it deserves an actual read. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start off this show by actually reading the article and then giving you, you know, my opinion on how to position yourself, you know, as a fashion retailer from from an Instagram standpoint. And um, I'm also doing some reading on um on fashion, on the fashion business in general, because I think it it, it would help me um, in my startup and also help me with my clients, you know, with, with some of the work I'm doing. So it is interesting. And I'll circle back to some of the, um, some, some, some of the things I've learned. I'm learning um, both from experience and also um, stuff I'm, I've, I've learned from, from reading generally, you know, I, I bought a few books around, um, you know, fashion, fashion retail, actually fashion business, basically. Okay. So I'm going to go for it. Um, when I'm ready, here goes. On Sunday in November 2015, Alexander Dalians, known by his nickname Melinsky, which he made up, woke up slightly hungover in his Wesleyan University dorm room. This 18-year-old Paris Bon upstart fashion designer did what any teenager would do first in the morning. He grabbed his phone. He had dozens of notifications from Instagram, all showing he'd been tagged in a photograph of Rihanna. Still blurry-eyed, he realized she was wearing one of his hats, a simple baseball cap fronting his slogan, I came to break hearts. Within days, he sold more than 500 of them, 
So many were ordered so quickly that he had to shut down the web store. Milinski says, Soon celebrities such as Wiz Khalifa and millennial icon Zendaya were wearing his designs. He was overwhelmed. He's also, he wasn't alone. Milinski is among a growing horde of super young designers using Instagram as their home base. For members of Gen- Generation Z, kids who got phones at birth, to whom social media is as important as oxygen, the photo sharing site is the core of an instinctive methodology for building a brand, garnering a following and generating sales. Milinski designed his first hat in 2015 and began flaunting it on Instagram. In Los Angeles, another teenager, George Cabas, liked what he saw and direct messaged him. Cabas had frequented street boutiques since childhood and had become friendly with several of their proprietors. He offered to work his connection and hook up Malinsky with manufacturing in Seattle and embroidery in LA. Rather than cut Cabas in on any part of the business, he was under 18 at the time, too young to sign the legally required paperwork. Malinsky brought him on as a contractor with a thousand euros or a thousand and eighty-five dollars. He had earned organizing underground hip-hop parties in Paris, Malinsky's label. Nasa's season was born. I didn't really know how fashion worked, he said, but I knew social media and as a teenage fashion designer, that's all I needed. In the year and a half since his big break, his brand has blown up. It's carried by more than a dozen retailers worldwide, including high-end street store Colette in Paris and 424 in Fairfax in LA, plus Barney's in New York and Harvey Nichols in London, where hats cost $50 to $70, depending on their design. Belinsky's strategy is to use retail stores to create exclusivity, this thus elevating the brand rather than relying on them for financial stability. We make sure that our products are sold out quickly through retailers, he said. He says, we create rarity and then boom, we have waves of clientele coming to our website directly. No middleman necessary. The low budget social media fueled approach has yielded other success stories. Twin brother Shet and Betts DeHart started their line Lucid FC six years ago when they were 14. Like Malinsky's, their designs have been spotted on Rihanna, which helped goose their sales. Shane Gonzalez, Midnight Studios, started on Instagram in 2014 when he was 19, and now the label has almost 92,000 followers. These people need to see that a certain piece looks amazing on someone like them or built like them to gain trust in the product to purchase it online, he says. The social media success has attracted collaborators, including designer Virgil Abloh, whose label Off-White is a favorite of Kim Kardashian and rapper Kanye West and ASAP Rocky. Instagram continues to be the cornerstone of Malinsky's business. Shortly after Rihanna's sighting in 2015, she's since been photographed in his hat a handful of times. Urban Outfitters Incorporated made an offer. It wanted almost 10,000 hats. 
more than 10 times the volume Milinsky was dealing with at the time. He brushed off the company. It would have killed the underground aspect of the brand, he says. The September Urban repeated its offer. Was he interested? I told them my defensive answer, he says. It was simply no. So that is the article, guys and girls listening. And um, my takeaway from this really is... If you're into fashion and you don't know this already, you know, Instagram is, you know, where people make decisions. Um, it's where people get inspiration, well, inspiration for, for what they're going to buy, you know, next. So think about Instagram, like what the magazines were, you know, in the nineties, eighties, you know, and, and prior, you know, women, girls, Guys will pick up, you know, GQ, Vogue. They still do, but you know, not the habits are changing or have changed. And they'll flick through and um, look at styles. They check MTV, look at what, you know, people are wearing in music videos. And that dictates the trend, you know, or their purchase, you know, behavior on, um, on, you know, when they decide to shop, that's what's going to trigger them to search for your brand, you know, on, 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 on Google. That, that was what they used to do. But now people go to Instagram, they follow celebrities, they, they follow influencers, they, 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 they follow, you know, um, yeah, meet people in music, you know, people, celebrities in music, celebrities who are acting, you know, basically influencers and they dictate, you know, style, and um, their following pretty much um, will, you know, draw attention to your brand. So one of the things I learned is um, there was a case study in the book I'm reading, which was um, by the underground, the tattoo-driven um, fashion designer called Tom Hardy, I believe. And um, the, the strategy for the astronomical growth of, of that brand, um, according to, to the book, was um, pretty much um, celebrities, you know, celebrities spotting his, um, you know, his, 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 his wares, you know, his designs. And, and that just trickled down. It just trickled down. Now, the challenge a lot of fashion, you know, e-commerce startups, you know, um, have is, you know, getting their, their, their designs to celebrities, you know, and what you probably want to do um, or think about, it's, it's a huge challenge, you know, um, because celebrities know what they're worth and, you know, they charge an arm and a foot. There's a famous um, celebrity who happens to be a strip. I'm not going to name names. She's, she doesn't really sing or anything. Um, I think she's charging like $15,000 for, for a post or something, which she'll delete, you know, eventually. So there's some Claire, uh, and, and brands, some brands, you know, work with her. Um, there some Claire, you know, um, areas you want to go into and there's some Claire areas you can't, you know, just, you know, go, go into. I wouldn't really recommend, you know, that that's like, you know, wasted money. But what I would recommend is, you know, exploring things like micro-influencers, emerging influencers. But when you do micro-influencers, emerging influencers, you need to do it at scale. You need to have a team that um, almost like a sales team, where it's a responsibility to, to, to get X number of, you know, um, 
of agreements with um, with these micro influencers. You need to make yourself approachable as a brand. You know, you need to get more inbound um, rather than um, always looking for people because, you know, when deals come into you, you know, the situation kind of changes in terms of you have more leverage when people come to you because they want to do business with you. So um, you, you probably want to look at that. Another thing you want to definitely look at um, is developing a persona, right? So you develop a persona of your brand, you know, who are my typical customers? What do they look like? What do they like? Who do they like? And try and create celebrity personas of your brand, you know, um, that you think, you know, your your target um, customer will resonate with, you know, quite quite highly, you know. And, um, those are the kind of celebrities you, you should be, um, you should be working with. But the key thing is your relationship with the celebrities has to be sustained and whatever you're doing, um, has to be sustained. You will need two things. You need a lot of grit, you know, um, you need to stay consistent and you, you will need cash, you know, to, 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 to make this work. A lot of people do not have, you know, that firepower, but, you know, unfortunately, you need to, the higher up you get and the more consistent it is with regards to, to people wearing your, your celebrities or personalities, wearing, you know, your, 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 your designs, um, the, the more likely you're going to gain traction. And the key thing or the key channel, they need to, you know, broadcast, you know, their, their, their affiliation with your brand is, is, is Instagram. It, it, it has to be Instagram. Um, yeah, th- those are my thoughts. Um, yeah, if you have any any other thoughts before I, you know, I, I, I you know, just bog off. Um, another thing I want to talk about really is um, really quickly is if you're going to be working with like um, influencers with like, you know, internet native influencers, then, um, and you're in fashion, think about fashion haul videos, trying to own, you know, several, 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 you know, um, videos on user generated videos by influencers on YouTube, you know, via fashion haul, you know, videos. And if they're dedicated to your brand, even better, even much, much, much better. Um, haul videos work. If you don't know what fashion haul videos are there, um, you have a, an, an, a YouTube person, um, a YouTube girl most of the time, um, who would either shop on your website herself or pretend to have shopped on your website yourself. And she's pretty much trying stuff out, you know, all the stuff she's gotten from your website and um, she, she, she's wearing it and her audience, you know, is looking at what she's won. And, you know, they're, they're, they're seeing if, so a lot of the time they the followers of these YouTube influencers have the same body frame as them. And, and so they're able to almost picture them that they're, they're almost like moving mannequins and they, with, with opinion, with an opinion and people form, you know, and make opinions off the back of recommendations from these fashion hall people. So that is it. Um, again, you know, if you like this episode or you want to add to some of the things I said to this episode, or you want to ask further questions, you know, hook me up by email, kune at 2xecommerce.com or reach out to me via Twitter, you know, just search for me on Twitter, search for me on Google and just try and get in touch with me. Until the next show, everybody, do have a fantastic one. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2xecommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.